Hello, hello, hello. It's Tony Dean, and we are just about to begin the next podcast, the next episode on the Dear Fat, You Don't Own Me podcast, and today we're going to be talking about hunger. Why is it that you're so hungry when you're dieting? Why is it that every diet will tell you when you start their program that on their program, you won't be hungry doing it their way? Because they have this special mix of foods and they have all these fancy scientific studies and ideas and on their program, because you're eating the way that they want you to, you will not be hungry. And yet, if you're a person who's dieted on many organized plans or read a lot of books and tried to do them on your own, you know as well as I do that you're going to be hungry when you're dieting. You can be on the best diet ever created and you're going to be hungry sometimes. I know that there are a lot of questions that you probably ask when you're trying to lose weight. Are there any special foods that you could be eating that would make you feel fuller? You might be wondering, should you spread your meals out? Does it make more sense to have six small meals or does it make more sense to have just a couple bigger meals? Should you eat more protein? Is that the answer to you not being hungry when you're dieting? Of course, right now, everybody is uh, jumping on the crazy keto bandwagon, which is probably going to be the next podcast. I got to do that one. Eating more protein and eating more fat because of that is a big deal. And for a short time, you'll see that that definitely does have some sort of impact on your hunger. But we'll talk more about that in a minute. Should you get rid of the carbs if you're going to manage your hunger? Should you eat more fat? And what about water? Does drinking water, does that solve hunger? A lot of people think that when you're dieting and you get hungry, that if you just drink more water, all of a sudden you're good. Does that solve it? Before we get into the meat of this and I show you how to look at advertising and how to debunk the myths that you're going to hear along the way, how to separate what's true and what's false, I want you to understand something about hunger right now. Because if you understand this one fact, dieting is going to be a lot easier for you. Losing weight, managing, or better yet, maintaining your weight is going to be easier. And it is this fact. Hunger is normal. Hunger is not something that you have to solve. It, in a lot of cases, hunger is something that you're not going to be able to solve. And here's why. Your body's natural response to not eating enough is to tell you that you are hungry. Whether you're eating protein, whether you're eating fats, whether you're spreading your meals throughout the day, to lose weight, you have to eat less calories than what you need. You can't lose weight if you're eating the amount of calories that you need. You have to eat less, no matter what food you're eating. If you're eating less than what you need, it's your body's job to say, I'm hungry, I need food. And yet, we're looking for this magical way to trick our body into thinking that if we eat a certain way or if we eat a certain berry at a certain time, that we can trick this natural response in our body to not need food. And it doesn't work. You're going to be hungry when you're dieting at some point because dieting requires you to eat less food than what you need. So the next question you should be asking is, well... If I'm going to be hungry no matter what on every diet at some point, and not always, not all the times, but eventually, you are always going to be hungry on every diet, including ours. Why is it that everybody tells me that I won't be? 
Why is it when I go to the the Weight Watchers site, or now rebranded WW, why is it that they tell me that there are ways to trick hunger? Why is it that I can go to all these different websites and they have all these strategies to trick hunger? Why is it that I go to or Jenny Craig uh, website and they're giving me reasons and ways to manage hunger and yet on every one of those diets I'm going to be hungry at some time. And I think you know the answer to this. If you've listened to my other podcast, especially the the Weight Watchers podcast, you have now realized that most of these companies will do anything, tell you absolutely anything to sell you their products and their program. It almost doesn't matter if it's the truth. A lot of times, if it causes people to buy something, sign up, subscribe, or buy hundreds and hundreds of dollars of the food, they'll do what it takes. These people are trying to sell you. That's it. And there's nothing wrong with business. Everybody's trying to make a living. The problem is, is when they're doing what it takes to sell you something in an industry where the focus should be to help you first. Think about how simple this is, this hunger formula. Right now, let's say that to maintain your weight, you needed to eat 2,000 calories per day. Just say that that was the number, and you were to eat 1,500 calories a day instead. You tell me, would you be hungry? And you know the answer to that is yes. What if you were to spread that uh, 1,500 calories over six meals, but you were only eating 1,500 and you needed 2,000? Would you be hungry? You know the answer is yes. What if you were to eat lots of protein and you were to eat lots of healthy fats and eat lots of green vegetables, but you only had 1,500 calories and you needed 2,000 to maintain your weight? Would you be hungry? You know the answer to that is yes. Is there any special food that you're going to be able to eat that's going to trick your body into thinking, you've only had 1,500 calories, but you need 2,000 as an example, but because you had a salad and because you're chewing gum and because you're doing all these different things, you're not hungry even though you're eating less than what you need? It is absolute insanity. You're going to be hungry sometimes when you're dieting. It's normal. It's your body's natural response. The only reason all these companies and all these people and all these advertisements are telling you that you're going to feel faster, fuller, longer on their program with their magic foods is because they're trying to sell you something. But let's get a little perspective about hunger for a minute. The kind of hunger that you're dealing with is first world hunger. Here's your situation. You're going to eat every day for the rest of your life. So many Americans will wake up in the morning or they haven't eaten for four or five hours and they're like, oh, I'm starving. You know, I'm just, I feel like I'm going to collapse. And the thing is, you've never gone a day without food in your life unless you voluntarily chose to fast or there was some medical reason that you couldn't eat. Even in that, and in that case, a lot of times you end up in the doctor's office and they stick a needle in your arm and they feed you through a tube or they stick something down your throat and feed you that way. I mean, you will probably never go with food at any point in your entire life unless you voluntarily choose not to eat because of some medical issue or because of spiritual fasting. But outside of that, you will eat every day for the rest of your life. Your hunger, if you're an American specifically, is first world hunger. The average American that has 50 pounds to lose. We all know that a pound 
has 300 or, or 3,500 calories in it. If you do the math, and a person that has 50 pounds to lose with 3,500 calories per pound, that means when you're feeling like you're starving with 50 pounds to lose, you have 175,000 spare calories on your body. So imagine a plate of food that has 1,000 calories on it, okay? So you got a, this plate, and on it there is, let's say, you got a chicken leg on there, and then you have a scoop of potatoes, and then there's a scoop of corn, and then you got a little piece of some snack. And then maybe you have a glass of, of something to drink. That is a thousand calories. You have on your body, if you have 50 pounds to lose, 175 of those on your body that your body can eat at any time. So when you are thinking you are starving and you're thinking that you need to do something about your hunger, remember, you're going to be fine if you eat the amount of calories that you're supposed to be eating when you're dieting because your body has 175,000 calories in reserves. You'll be okay. You have first world hunger. You've never experienced really starving probably in your entire life. In fact, let me go a step further. And then we're gonna go through some specific websites and I'm gonna show you how to look at advertisements, how to think about these advertisements when you see this information so that you don't fall in the traps, so that you don't take some of the information that they give you and think that that's the law, that's the way things work, and without realizing that you only have a small percentage of the story or the information that they're giving you. You're gonna learn to think differently about this so that when you experience hunger, you handle it the way it should be handled instead of the way that will cause you to buy something new so that you won't be hungry while you're dieting. So at this point, hopefully you believe that what I'm telling you is true, that hunger is normal. I think you can see that. If you eat less than what you need, you're going to be hungry. Now you need to make one more major shift. If you're going to lose your weight and learn to maintain it for the rest of your life, you need to stop seeing hunger as a bad thing and understand that hunger is the answer. Hunger is a good thing. If you live in Africa and you're starving, hunger is awful. But in the United States, where people are overweight and out of control and they are just getting fatter by the second, the, with a person who has 50 pounds to lose that has 175,000 spare calories on your body waiting to be eaten. When you're hungry, that means that your body is eating fat. Outside of some oddball disease that causes you to be hungry and you're really not, some strange medical situation that you or I may have never heard of. When you're hungry, and it's physical hunger, not mental hunger, it means that you've eaten less calories than what you need and your body is now eating the fat that is going to make you healthier. Hunger is not the problem. Hunger is the answer. Hunger is the solution. The moment that you've been dieting and maybe you haven't been hungry for three or four days and all of a sudden on that fifth day you get hungry and your brain is saying, I need to find some magic food that's gonna fix this. No, you don't. You're there. You're succeeding. You need to throw your hands in the air. You need to run to hunger, not run away from it. In fact, 
the logic in our brain tells us that we should be trying to eat to solve our hunger, which we know isn't going to happen because you have to eat less than what you need if you're going to lose weight. You probably should be thinking just the opposite. You should be eating so that you are hungry. That doesn't necessarily mean eat a bunch of stupid foods so that you're hungry sooner, but it does mean eat the right amount of foods so that you're never eating enough so that at the end of the day, you're going to be hungry because when you're hungry, your body's eating the fat that is making people sick. When you're hungry, your body is eating the fat that has caused so many Americans to live with depression that don't need to. When you're hungry, you're increasing your balance because your body doesn't have to deal with all this wiggly wobbly fat all over the place trying to figure out how to function with all this extra fat that it doesn't need. When you're hungry, your body is getting rid of that fat that's putting pressure on your organs. Hunger is the answer. It's the solution. So don't try to fix it. Learn to accept it. And you may think, yeah, but I'm starving and I'll never get to a point where I can, I can ever accept being hungry. And I'm telling you, that's not true. It's like anything else. Once you learn how to get control of it, once you learn how to master those feelings, when you get hungry, it almost becomes like it's no big deal. I mean, sure, you're thinking I'd like to eat something, but as you get into the routine of doing something else besides eating and being productive with your time, you think, yeah, I'm hungry, but no big deal. I'll eat more later. I'll eat more tomorrow. And I want to go accomplish this thing I want to do because you spend your time doing things and accomplishing things instead of eating. Let me be more specific and show you exactly how this is something that you learn. I want you to think of learning to type. If you're a person who has ever played a guitar, this is another good example of when you learn to play the guitar. In both of those scenarios, when you first start learning to type, you put your fingers on the keyboard and you try to stretch your left pinky up to the Q button and it just doesn't go there. I mean, you want it to go there and you, you want to be able to type you know, words and your fingers go where they're supposed to go, but it doesn't go there. And then the next day you type a little bit more and the next day you type a little bit more and Pretty soon, six months or a year has passed, and all of a sudden, it's time to type a word, and you need a cue, and your pinky just goes right up there and types it with no problem. See, it's something that you learn, and even though it's uncomfortable at first, and it doesn't feel right at first, when you do it enough, it just becomes no big deal. It's the same thing with learning to play the guitar. If you know how to play the guitar, and you're trying to play a D chord, you'll see your fingers don't necessarily fall in the places that you want them to. An F chord is even harder because you have to bar chord your first finger and then the others have to hold strings down. It doesn't feel right at first. But after you do it once or twice or 10 times and then 100 times, it just becomes normal. You pick up the guitar, you don't even look at the strings. Your hand just fall on that F chord and you knock it out with no problem. It's the same thing with hunger. The first day it's hard, the second day it's hard, the third day it's hard. And you're hearing all these advertisements telling that you, yourself telling you that you need to do something. And yet, if you just hang in there and just accept it, accept that your body is eating some of that fat that doesn't belong on your body, just accept it, that it's okay. You'll find that you do it one time and then 10 times, and then 30 times and then 50 times, and then it just becomes normal. It just becomes something that you can manage. And I'll tell you, it's really important that you can manage it. For several reasons. First of all, you're going to be bombarded with advertisement about this for the rest of your life. But second of all, sometimes you're going to be hungry for a reason that has nothing to do 
with you physically being hungry. You're going to be hungry because you're fighting with your spouse. You're going to be hungry because you're bored. You're going to be hungry because you're at the movie theater and you've got 20 years of going to the movie theater, eating movie theater popcorn, and even though you ate before you went to the movies, that process is so ingrained in your head. You think, I'm at the movie theater. I have to eat movie theater popcorn. And you're really not that hungry. It's just part of your routine. And your friends are all eating. You may not be hungry at all, but because they're eating, all of a sudden, you find yourself saying things like, oh, I'm starving. I need some food. Like, if I don't eat right away, I'm, you know, and you just want to participate. You want to be involved. See, if you don't learn to accept hunger for what it is, normal, you never will get control of the physical response, and you'll never get control of the mental responses the emotional responses to you being in an environment and living in a culture where people eat when they don't need to. Hunger's not the problem. It's the answer. It's okay to be hungry. And the more times you train yourself to accept that, the more times that you go to an event when everybody's eating and you say, no thanks, I'll just have a glass of water, and you sit and have a glass of water and get involved in conversation or get involved with the event that you're doing and find a way to do it without eating, the better you get at it. The more times that you actually are hungry because you're dieting and you need to lose some weight and you accept that that's okay, that you get to eat tomorrow and that you will be eating every day for the rest of your life, the sooner you get better at it, the sooner it becomes something manageable that you can handle. So many people are overweight because they think that hunger is something that needs to be fixed. And hunger is a normal response by your body. It's okay to be hungry. But you know what? All of this is not your fault. I mean, the advertisements that you hear every single day and see on the web, they make this a lot harder. And so let's buzz through a couple of these. All I did is I went to the web and I just searched how do I manage hunger when I'm dieting? And it comes up with all these different sites. And so, of course, Weight Watchers or WW Reimagined. I love their new branding plan because uh, their stock collapsed because they're just giving terrible information about so many different things. I'm sure you listened to the last podcast a couple times ago about Weight Watchers. But they come up with this list. And so they have on the list, it says the first one, says that you eat the right foods at the wrong times. So what do you think? Is this good advice? So if you eat the right foods and you eat a whole bunch of healthy foods first thing in the morning and maybe finish all your foods by noon, are you going to be hungry later in the day? Absolutely. But what if you eat the wrong foods? What if you eat unhealthy foods and you finish all your calories that you need for the day by noon? Are you going to be hungry then? Yes, absolutely. What about in those situations if you eat super healthy foods but you spread it out throughout the day, but you spread it out in a way that they're small meals, maybe six or maybe even seven of them, but you're not eating enough calories. Are you gonna be hungry? And if you've ever done that before, you know you're going to be hungry when you're dieting because you're eating less than what you need. See, we get so caught up. Am I, am I eating the right foods at the right time? Is this the right combination? And if you're eating less than what you need, you're going to be hungry. The problem with listing something like this is that it confuses people because they think, oh, the reason I'm not hungry is because I need healthier foods. Next thing you know, you're on some company's website and they're like, oh, this is the food you need to eat at night and you're buying some stupid food that isn't going to solve hunger that you don't need. At some point, 
regardless of when you eat the foods, and regardless of whether they are healthy or junk foods. You're going to be hungry if you're not eating enough, and you're not eating enough when you're dieting. Now, that being said, you will find in almost all cases that when you're eating healthier foods as a whole, and many of these sites will talk about this, that you're going to be less hungry a lot of the time just because your body's getting more of what it needs. You're getting more of the, the nutrients that your body needs, and so it's not craving, you know, I need this vitamin or this mineral. You still may need food. You still need more, maybe need more calories, but it's not craving some, there's not some specific deficiency. So there definitely are benefits to eating healthier foods, no question about it. Next one on the Weight Watchers uh, list is eat about eating breakfast. And they're saying, it says you eat breakfast, just not the right kind. So when I started this, 14, well, 14 years ago as of this recording, I thought breakfast was the most important meal of the day. I thought it was really important that you eat specific kinds of food for breakfast in the morning. And I thought that because I was consuming the same advertising that you were. However, if you do a little research, you will find out that breakfast isn't the most important meal of the day. And that whole concept was created by the breakfast industry. Your body is smart. If you eat breakfast and eat lunch and eat dinner and then don't eat at night, your body eats fat. But if you switch that and skip breakfast and then eat later in the day, well, then your body eats fat in the morning. It has a built-in process. When I'm not eating, I can eat these fat reserves. And when I'm eating, I can eat the food that I'm eating. I can function off of that. There may be, and there definitely is some research that says that if you eat breakfast, it raises your metabolism and makes it easier to lose weight. And yet, look around. Pretty much everybody in the United States eats breakfast every single morning, and they are getting fatter by the second. So if that's the answer, why isn't it working? And the answer is because the difference that it makes is negligible. It may make a small difference. There may be some real scientific evidence that it's going to boost your metabolism, but it doesn't boost it by 50% or some number that changes everything where it's almost like the rest of the day doesn't matter. If you eat breakfast, sometimes you're going to be hungry later. If you don't eat breakfast, sometimes you're going to be hungry later. It all comes down to are you eating enough calories, period. And if you're not, you're going to lose weight and you're going to be hungry sometimes, and it's okay. Next on their list is your diet is flawless but flavorless. I like the idea of adding variety to your foods. But I will tell you this. Don't feel like you have to. I, would, I tell people in my program that I would prefer that you do not eat the same foods every single day. But I have seen people in our program that have maintained their weight for six, seven, and eight years that do like to eat the same foods. It helps them stay focused. They have a little bit of variety, but they pretty much eat the same thing for breakfast, mix up lunch a little bit sometimes, mix up dinner some of the times. But for the most part, they have a routine. And there are benefits to having a routine. But there are also benefits to adding variety as well as problems to adding variety. In both situations, though, if you're eating less food than what you need, you're going to be hungry sometimes. One way may be less, have less hunger to deal with than another, but if you're eating less foods than what you need, which is what you have to do to lose weight, you're going to be hungry sometime. It's not going to solve it. Next on their list is kind of useful. It says stock, uh, you stockpile your calories. There's a lot of people in my program that will save their calories for dinner. They're actually willing to be hungry for the rest of the day because they want to have a bigger meal at night. And you'll find that if you stockpile your calories for a certain time, 
certainly you're going to be more hungry the rest of the time because you're eating less during that time, which is the whole concept that I'm trying to explain right here. When you're not eating or when you're not eating as much as you need, you're going to be hungry and it's okay. But does that mean you shouldn't stockpile your calories? It depends. If that's something that is comfortable for you, then it's okay. Your body's fine. One of the uh, the godfather, they call him, of health and fitness, Jack LaLanne, you know, who died a few years ago. Watch some of those old black and white videos of him. That guy was so smart. He was so great. He was one of the original healthy guys, you know, trying to promote good health and trying to teach people. He ate two meals a day. He ate breakfast and he ate dinner. And his theory was, look, if you're eating all day long, if you're eating six meals a day and you're eating constantly, that's what you're getting good at. But on the other hand, if you just eat breakfast, your body lives off of what you eat. And then a little bit later when it's through that, if there's some fat that it has to eat, that's great. And then later you can eat dinner and instead of eating all the time and getting good at eating, you're getting good at not eating. Next on their list is uh, if you drink your meals. No question about it. If you drink most of your food, so whether it's alcohol, of course, or slim fast drinks, or it's meal replacement drinks, you know, whatever, if you're drinking your calories, your body will go through that a lot quicker than it does breaking down the food in almost every case. However, think about this. They're telling you that you need more solid food instead of drinking. The people that are selling drinks are telling you that if you drink, that will help you solve your hunger. But the answer is this. Whether you're drinking or whether you're eating your calories, if you're drinking or eating less than what you need, it's your body's natural response to say, I'm hungry. You're going to be hungry if you're eating or drinking less than what you need. This sounds good on paper. And you may have a little less hungry if you chew instead of drink the food. But if it's less than what you need, which is what required to lose weight, you're going to be hungry. It's okay. So go to this next site. The website is G-A-I-A-M. It says the 10 ways to deal with your hunger pangs while dieting. Eat breakfast. We talked about that. Stay hydrated. Now, this is a good one. Staying hydrated, there's two pieces to drinking water and how that affects your hunger. The first one is, is that after being hydrated for so many years, because on our program, you have to drink a certain amount of water uh, each day. It's important. When you're hydrated pop- properly and you do it for a long time, you actually get this feeling. You know exactly when you haven't had enough water. And it's actually long before you really get thirsty. You can just tell that you're not thinking as clearly, that even your balance is off a little bit. You just don't feel as good. So I'm when I wake up in the morning, the first thing that I do is I drink four glasses of water right away. I basically fill two coffee cups while I'm writing in the morning, and I drink those. Sometimes, depending on if it's hot or cold outside, I fill up a 32-ounce water bottle, and I drink that first thing instead of coffee. Getting hydrated right away, that's really important because you haven't had anything to drink all night while you're sleeping. So four glasses of water right away. And then I spread four to six more glasses throughout the rest of the day. If something happens where I get really busy and I get behind, I notice, I can have that, I feel that sensation of not being properly hydrated. And the way that my brain reacts every time is, is it wants to eat. When you get thirsty, really thirsty, you're going to want to eat to solve that. Your first response almost always will be, I need to eat instead of drink. Your body's saying, do something. And so if you drink your water throughout the day and are constantly drinking water, not just fluid, water, you'll find that hunger will be a little bit more manageable. 
but it doesn't solve it. A lot of times when somebody new comes to my program, they'll say, well, I know what to do when I'm hungry. I just need to drink water. And I say, well, you know where you got that information? And usually they don't know, but they heard it or read it and somebody told them that and they think that it's true because they heard it. And yet, if you've dieted before, you know as well as I do. You've tried to do it before. You were hungry one day and you said, well, I'll just drink some water. And 30 minutes later, like you're eating a box of Girl Scout cookies. It doesn't solve the problem. It helps. But even if you're perfectly hydrated and even if you have some water, when you're hungry, when you're dieting, it's not going to solve it every time. In fact, it's not going to solve it most times. It will help. But once again, hunger is natural. A lot of these sites right now because of the crazy keto diet, which one day people are going to understand that this is basically Atkins that was an epic failure for Americans. Americans just gained weight like they have never gained weight after the failed Atkins program. And now here we are doing it again with the crazy keto program. They tell you that you need to eat super high protein and super high fat foods. And if you do that, eating more protein will help with your hunger. And you know what? There is definitely some science to this. But even if eating only protein foods and eating only fat foods are going to solve your hunger, even if that science was dead on, here's the reason that it doesn't work. When you stop eating the foods that you want and replace it with only protein or only fat foods, eventually the hunger that you're going to have is going to be missing those foods that you took away and then you're going to eat too much of it. There are benefits to eating high protein and eating high fat diets that will cause you to lose maybe a little bit faster while you're losing. But there comes a point where you decide, you know what, I wish I could have some bread again. On the crazy keto plan, you can't eat fruit. I can't even believe that the world looks at that and says, you can't eat fruit and somehow that makes sense. At some point, if you stop eating fruit, you're going to wish that you could have fruit again. And when that happens, what you've learned is nothing because you know how to lose weight not eating the fruit. And then when you eventually want to eat fruit and bread and pasta and all the things that you want and pizza and all the things that you want, you can't maintain your weight because even though you're able to lose it fast, you're going to want to eat those foods again. And you can't. Now, once you start, you don't know how to do it. On our program, we don't do anything like that. On our program, you're going to eat the foods that you want. You're just going to get a little control of it. So if you like pizza, you're going to eat it. If you like bread, you're going to eat it. It's the only thing that makes sense. You don't need to learn how to lose weight and how to beat this hunger. You don't need, you don't need to learn how to do that eating foods that you don't want to eat. You need to learn to do it eating the foods that you want to eat because that's how you'll be able to maintain it long term. Next on their list is watching sugar intake. Um, this is good and it's bad. Fruit. It's all sugar. You eat fruit, it's all these natural sugars, and they're really, really good for you, and they're a good source of energy. You eat vegetables. Your body breaks those down into sugar. What you should be looking to avoid, though, is added sugars and processed sugars. Anytime you cannot add some sugar on something and sprinkle it in or cook with some sugar that you add to it, that's what you're trying to avoid. But natural sugars, your body loves those, and they're good for you. So it's a little confusing. Exercise regularly. This is a great one on their list. It says, if you want to manage your hunger, then exercise regularly. I think exercise is so important. In fact, it's a part of our program, no question. 
But one of the rules why you're losing weight is on our program. And it's not, it's, it's a rule. There is a little flexibility, but we highly encourage you not to do more than 60 minutes a day while you're exercising. Uh, I'm sorry, no more than 60 minutes a day while you're losing weight. And here's why. When you're dieting, you're not eating enough calories. And so if you exercise too hard because you're not eating enough calories, your body can't recover quickly enough. And so what will happen is you'll be really tired and sore all the time, especially if you're lifting heavy weights while you're trying to diet at the same time. And so exercising regularly is great advice. You'll find that your body works better and feels better and you feel stronger and all of that's good. But if you do too much of it, you'll find that your hunger gets out of control and it's too difficult to manage. So exercise. And I like the idea of doing at least 30 minutes of something you can measure and improve. But generally when you're dieting, it's, this is not the time to run a marathon. Generally, this is not the time that you're going to do some long race. I love these long races. I love, I love it when people run marathons and half marathons. My favorite race that I ever personally did was a Tough Mudder race, which was about 12 miles just through hell. It was wonderful. But when you're dieting, that's not the ideal time to do that because by exercising too much, you'll be too hungry. Exercising just enough, though, 30 to 60 minutes a day, something that you can measure and improve, but you're not killing yourself, you'll see that it does make you feel better. It makes your body more efficient. And hunger is definitely, I think, a little bit more manageable in that case. There are benefits. But too much definitely makes it harder. Next on their list is snack strategically. Hopefully by listening to these, you're kind of learning this, this pattern of thought. So when you, when you see these advertisements and you hear this information, you stop and you go, wait a minute. Snack strategically. First of all, in America, the last thing we need is a snack. I mean, we're in the middle of an obesity crisis, and we think that we need to always have a snack on us at all times. You probably don't need any snacks at all. Remember, if you got 50 pounds to lose, you have 175,000 spare calories. If your body wants a snack, let it get it from there. You'd be better off, in most cases, having three meals a day and just skipping all the snacks. Next on their list is eat slowly. This is one of my favorites. So that is that how we work in the United States, right? We sit down, we, t we turn our phones off, we get together with people and we're like, okay, let's just all sit here for two hours have a nice long lunch and eat really slow. Do we do that like they, like they do in... No, we don't do anything like that. In fact, it's just the opposite. I mean, we know we have to go to our next meeting. We got work to do, so we sit down, we eat something fast, we pick up something through the drive-thru. So eat slowly, it's great advice. Because if you're eating slowly, you're going to eat less and you know, you have time for your stomach to tell you that you're full. It's all great advice. It's just not realistic. But if you do have time to eat really slowly, it's great advice. It's just in our culture, it's just it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. I think you would be better off knowing what you're going to eat, making that decision up front, eating that amount, and then knowing when you have to stop, even if you're hungry. Okay, so next on their list is chewing gum. Have you ever had Ben and Jerry's ice cream? I have. I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And you know, there are times where I absolutely crave Ben and Jerry's ice cream. I've also had gum, and if there's one thing I know about gum, gum does not fix my cravings for Ben & Jerry's ice cream. It also doesn't fix the cravings if you like steak. It's gum. That whole concept of chewing gum and it activating the 
the chewing reflex in your brain and your brain says, oh, I'm chewing, so maybe I'm eating, so I'm not hungry. Yeah, I understand. There's been studies on this. And I would be willing to bet the farm that if you go back, those studies were created by the gum-chewing industry. I mean, this information, it just screams the gum companies trying to sell you gum. So many thousands of people have done our program over the years, and I've had this conversation. And they said, yeah, chew gum. That's what I need to do to solve my hunger. And I said, well, has that worked in the past? And they say, no, it actually never works. Yeah, sounds like sales pitch to me. Number 10 on the list of this website is pretty good, though. It says stomach pains may be unrelated to hunger. There's a tiny chance that your hunger has something to do with a real issue, and there's a medical issue. I have never seen it one time, but I'm certain that there are definitely, there definitely are medical issues that can cause hunger, and you need the doctor to intervene. However, I think that what is more likely is that if you look at our culture, if you look at all the people around you that are overweight and eat without control, and you look at just the way that we make every event, every holiday, every birthday, every gathering, everything has to be about food, so many of the times that you have hunger and and you're dealing with that, it has nothing to do with you actually being hungry. It's just that you're in an environment, in a situation that makes you think, yep, I need to be eating right now because that's the way that we live. The nice thing about it, and we talked about it a little bit earlier, but the nice thing about it is as you learn to accept that, just to understand that you're gonna be hungry sometimes, you get good at dealing with those situations as they come up again. Okay, so now I'm popping over to the Jenny Craig website. I'm gonna go through these a little faster now now and wrap this up. One of the sites pops up, it's a Jenny Craig blog, and it says, eat protein-packed meals. Definitely some benefit to that uh, in some cases, but again, We talked about that a little bit. You're going to be eating foods that you don't necessarily always want to eat later. I don't think that is the long-term answer. I think it's a short-term answer. Um, But then they have choose whole grains for your carbs. Super smart. A lot of foods with whole grains are going to be high in fiber, and there's definite benefits to eating more fiber when you're trying to manage your hunger. It doesn't solve it, but it fiber can definitely sometimes make you feel fuller and uh, a lot of foods with fiber are complex carbohydrates and so your body uses the energy more slowly than compared to like a a soda so there's definitely benefits to that this is really funny to me uh, what's coming up here and then it says load up on the vegetables again vegetables green they have this picture of all these green vegetables broccoli and peas and all the and well there's carrots in here too and there's lettuce and green peppers When you eat healthy foods like that, they're low calorie and they're filled with nutrients and your body's getting what it needs, you're going to have a little less hunger to deal with. It's not going to go away when you're dieting because you're not eating as much as you need. You have to eat less than what you need to lose weight. But when you're eating healthier foods, certainly it's going to make a difference. Adding healthy fats, again, agree with this. It's not going to solve the problem. But the healthy fats that you're looking for are called mono and polyunsaturated fats. They are so good for you, and they come in things like almost all nuts. Uh, You'll find it in peanut butter. You'll find it in olive oil. Some fish will have them. You'll find it in a lot of seeds, like sunflower seeds. Mono and polyunsaturated fats. Really, really good for your body. Lots of health benefits. And if you eat them, sure, it may help with your hunger a little bit. But there's also a problem with eating those healthy fats. Not the healthy fats, but fat in general is that fat is a really high calorie food and so you get less of it. 
if uh, you benefit from eating more food, you're going to get more bang for your buck out of eating vegetables than eating nuts because you just get hardly any nuts for a thousand calories. But here's why this is funny to me. This page that I'm looking at, this Healthy Habits blog, Jenny Craig, a Jenny Craig blog, it has a picture of apples and oranges and bananas, and it says eat healthy proteins, and you've got this grilled what looks like salmon, and then it says eat whole grains, and you have blueberries on top of bananas with some oatmeal, and then you've got load up on vegetables. And so you've got all these pictures of these healthy non-processed foods, and all you have to do then is go to the actual Jenny Craig website. And on the front of their page, you've got cheesy egg and bacon skillet. So there's an unhealthy fat. You've got chocolate lava cake. There's lava cake. There's eight pictures on here. You've got classic chicken carbonara. You've got maple French toast, peanut butter cookies, Philly steak sandwich, pepperoni pizza, and ranch snaps. Basically eight pictures of exactly what they're not talking about in their blog. They're saying eat healthy, eat with, eat a bunch of non-processed foods, and then when it goes to their website and it's time to buy stuff, everything is packaged and completely processed. Once again, a company doing whatever they can possibly do to sell you what they want to sell you instead of give you what you need. But tell you an entirely different story. Whether you eat the health food or you're gonna eat the, or you eat their processed food, you're gonna be hungry at some time. As I pop over to the WebMD site, they've got some good advice. They talk about eating foods with fiber, beans or something, whole grains, vegetables. Yes, all of these high fiber foods going to make a difference, but not going to solve your hunger. You're going to be hungry. It's okay. This is interesting. They say crunch your appetite away with a big salad. And they get kind of specific and they say a salad is a really good idea until you put a bunch of dressing on it. See, once you put dressing on it, you've completely changed what a salad is. If you go to a lot of restaurants, you'll see that the salads that they serve, which normally would be super healthy, will have eight or 900 calories because of the dressing. So a plain salad with green peppers, radishes, and all kinds of different vegetables, super healthy for you. Once you add a bunch of calories to it with dressing, I mean, it's barely a salad anymore. It really is. Either way, though, you're going to have hunger. If you're eating less calories than what you need, you're going to have hunger sometimes. And then they talk about eating healthier foods, throwing an orange and a grapefruit, love all that. Healthier foods and filling your body with the nutrients that it needs definitely makes a difference. Won't solve it, but it definitely makes a difference. Now, in our local area, this company is expanding. They're called Profile by, Sand, uh, Profile by Sanford, and they're kind of like a combination of the keto diet and Jenny Craig. So they're trying to sell you a bunch of stuff. And they are also embracing the keto situation. So I'm, I looked on their website to see if they have some drinks that are good for helping you with your hunger. And so they've got a post on their Facebook page. It says, feeling hungry throughout the day? Use the fiber drink. It helps curve, cur it helps curve cravings. I think they probably meant curb your cravings. And contributes uh, to your 64 ounces of water. And so you've got people asking, can I have several of these a day? And there is one answer here that I don't see a reply to. They replied to some of the answers, but the one question is, do they still contain aspartame? Well, I didn't know the answer. And so I went and looked, and of course, they still do. And there is conflicting evidence of whether or not aspartame is bad for you or not. But there's a lot of evidence that it is awful, and there's some that it's not so bad. And... The truth is, we don't know. What we do know 
is that there's a question, and it's a serious question, and you don't want to be the one to find out later that you shouldn't have been eating that. But if you look in these drinks, and I'm looking specifically in the cherry drink, they do put red color number 40 in it, which is listed as a known carcinogen. Could they have colored that drink with something else? Could they make it without aspartame? Certainly they could. But the thing is, they're trying to make it low calorie. They're trying to make it as cheap as they can so they can make as much profit as they can instead of your health being a priority. I hate it. It makes no sense. You can look at this one drink and see that this company's first goal is not to take care of you. It's to take care of them. And I promise you, this drink is not going to get rid of your hunger. If you're eating less calories than what you need, whether you're eating fiber or having their magic cherry gelatin drink, you are not going to be hunger-free if you're eating less calories than what you need. Even if it makes a difference, you won't be hunger-free. Hunger is a normal part of losing weight. So I'm definitely out of time here. And as you listen to the next advertisement or you're glancing on the web at some diet program that you're thinking about doing, and they tell you on our program, we have this special mix of this or that that is going to solve your hunger and you will not be hungry on our program. Just understand, it's sales pitch. It's, it's wrong is what it is. Your body's natural response to not eating enough is I'm going to be hungry and you're not going to solve that by eating a magic berry, a magic food, or a magic combination of anything. Some days you're not going to be physically hungry, but you're going to be mentally hungry because everything around you is built around you eating at every event, every gathering. It's all about food. You're going to be hungry and it's okay. Just accept it. You'll get good at it. And before you know, you will not only have lost all your weight, but you'll also be in control of this scourge that is hunger because you'll understand the truth. It's a normal part of you living. Thanks for listening to my podcast. And I encourage you, subscribe to the podcast so that you get the next one. Keep listening. Keep working hard. You can do this.